Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast. I'm Andy Jones and today I'm continuing the theme of bringing people who are from outside of the hospitality industry in to talk more about how we can develop ourselves as individuals. Now, we've spoken quite often about self-awareness and being able to show up as a leader in a business. But the reality is if we don't focus on our own personal development, on making sure that we as the leader, whether you're an owner or manager, are in the right space from a mindset point of view and physically as well, it has a big impact. But if we're not focusing on that, we are losing some of the potential you know, growth that we could see in our business and outside of it. So in today's episode, I am chatting to Michael Bowman, who's the CEO of Success Engineering. He's an entrepreneur, business coach, and all, he really talks a lot about mindset. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about what success means. Now, in the hospitality industry, it can feel like we never really are as successful as we want to be. Certainly, I've been in that position before. So today, we're going to be talking about why success in business comes down actually to whole life success and being intentional with every area. We're also going to look at why there's an opportunity cost of success to one area, whether that's in business or if you're focusing on your relationship or, I don't know, for a financial success. And then we're going to touch on how you can define success for you personally, because as Michael gets into it into this episode, it's really a very personal thing you know, your success, your definition of success. So we're going to get into part one of this episode when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Now is the perfect time to make any changes in your business and begin forming new habits with your team. That means it's the perfect time to introduce employee scheduling software to your business. And that's exactly what RotoCloud does. Build your employee schedule in record time simply by dragging and dropping your way to a staff rotor within minutes. It's just as simple to change and alter and tweak your schedule as you need to. And you'll know in hospitality that happens all the time. And it also helps to keep on top of your staff availability, their contact contracted hours, holiday and leave remaining, and any upcoming days off so you're fully informed. With a really intuitive user interface, you can copy entire week shifts or duplicate select team members' shifts and not others and apply them across any date range. I've said many times the biggest change for me in my business from an admin point of view is when I started using employee scheduling software, and I have no doubt Rotoglout can do exactly the same for you. Don't wait. Pause this episode and head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash rotocloud and sign up for your free 30-day free trial. What's more, there's no credit card required. It's a genuine free trial. Do it now. That's thecafehustle.com forward slash rotocloud. So, Michael, thank you very much for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, it's uh, we've just been working through all our technical uh issues you know the joys of of remote podcasting compared to you know when you're in a room with someone the conversation is so much easier but yes. uh, well the, the tech is still there isn't it but you know it's yeah. uh yeah a little bit different so today we're going to be talking about success and how we how we measure that success how we feel like when or we are eventually successful but first of all i want to talk a little bit about your purpose and what motivates you to help people when it comes to defining and achieving success? 
So we can get into this and, you know, in, in more in depth, but in my experience, you know, so I coach entrepreneurs specifically around how we can feel enough. And I feel like feeling enough and feeling successful are so interlocked that they can almost be used interchangeably. And what drives me and my purpose is one, this has been a challenge for me, you know, for you know, a long time of just going like, how can we actually live a life where we feel enough like we've done enough like we've got enough you know accomplished we made enough impact you know we're enough as a father a spouse you know whatever it is um and so that's a big question so that's what wakes me up and drives me is like i want to help entrepreneurs feel like they're enough and through that that actually helps us feel like we're a success the the entrepreneurial journey is very like it's totally different to anyone who's worked maybe in you know, for a business, you know, working up that corporate ladder is, it always seems a little bit more linear than it does as an entrepreneur. Like even for me, you know, you, you recognize the days where you have those great days and then you have those days that are not so great. And you're thinking, this is never going to work. And it's, it is, it's very difficult to, to get the perspective, especially when, you know, there's a lot of solopreneurs out there now. Is it different for solopreneurs as opposed to, you know, entrepreneurs that are starting to build big teams? So the definition of success is so individual, like in, you know, we can, we can get into this, but essentially you really need to define what it looks like for you and also what it looks like for your lifestyle. And so many people, they get to a certain point, whether it's a certain size of their business, so there's a certain, you know, revenue income that they wanted to get or making a certain amount of money, whatever it is, they get to that point and they thought, that would be a success. They get there and they realize, wow, this doesn't feel like a success at all. I still feel empty or, you know, a lot of people that, you know, your listeners, it's crazy that like you're working a bunch of hours and you're trying to juggle, you know, maybe something you're passionate about, but you're just trying to juggle life around that. So there's these other facets of life that really contribute to that. And you have to very clearly define what it is you want. And it might be working all the time, but you create just a masterpiece, you know, restaurant, a masterpiece, cafe, whatever it is, that might be your definition of success. But it might not, you know, there might be aspects of happiness and fulfillment and other areas that you might be missing out on as well. But it's so individual. Each person has to define it for themselves. Yeah. Now, just very quickly, give us a bit of a background into your career then. How did you get to be, be a business coach where you're helping people when it comes to success? So I was a personal trainer back in the U.S., personal trainer, nutrition coach, um, and I basically left my, my corporate kind of gym, you know, fitness job that I was doing, and I'm like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to, you know, every entrepreneur's dream, right? I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to have more time. And of course, you immediately don't. You have no money. <laughs> you have no time. And so I left my job. Basically, a month later, we found out my wife was pregnant with our first kid. It wasn't something we were planning. We had no money. Like, I'm, I am knocking on doors, trying to sell, like, my coaching services, just getting rejected over and over. And I remember, like, sitting there, just sobbing in my car, going, like, I feel like such a failure. I feel not enough. I feel worthless. You know, my wife is struggling with depression back at home. Um, just going, like, I... It was bottom for me. It was rock bottom for me. And in into that kind of period of time, I started just reading miscellaneous, you know, self-help books and stuff like that. And I discovered um, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. 
And in it, there's a, a section where he goes to the gathering of the Titans. There's these multimillionaire entrepreneurs there. The speaker goes, how many of you have achieved your financial goals? 80% of the room put their hands up. These people, most of them don't have to work another day yeah. in their life. And then he follows it up and goes, how many of you feel like a success? And 80% of the people that had their hands up actually put them back down. And that story in the midst of that dark period of my life, really, it's kind of like that inception moment, <laughs> right? Like it germinated everything that came beyond. I was like, what actually is success? How do we define it? And really what we're looking at is how can we feel like a success in every area of our life? So there's actually layers to success. Everything that we see and, uh, you know, all social media, your celebrity lifestyle, you know, your multimillionaire entrepreneurs. Um, I have a podcast called Success Engineering, and I've had tons of these people on that are multimillionaires. Some of them are multimillionaires, and they literally share these stories of having everything, buying Ferraris with cash, whatever it is, and feeling totally miserable. So you have this appearance of success, and everybody thinks that's success. But underneath that, you have the feeling of success. And the question to ask yourself is how can I feel like a success in every area of my life? So whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, you know, spiritually, it doesn't have to be, you know, religious, but whether that's purpose, fulfillment, um, you know, that kind of thing. And then your finances and your business as well. And so often we sacrifice all other areas of their life. A lot of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with for that one area the financial career, whatever it is. We've sacrificed everything else to get here. And then we're like, why don't I feel like a success? Well, because there's all these other areas that you need to focus on. But underneath that, you can't consistently feel a certain way unless you actually change your identity. So underneath that is the layer of success I would call like the identity layer. It's all of the narratives, it's the stories, it's our beliefs, it's our values, it's our assumptions about how the world works. You have to unravel a lot of that to really go, that props up being able to consistently feel a certain way or operate out of a certain state. And underneath that, I would say there's the ability to be present um, in the moment that you're at, present and aware. Um, I feel like that's the greatest gift I can give to any person, you know, like us talking right here, like, I am 100% present, but it's also the greatest gift I can give to my wife. It's the greatest gift I can give to my kids to know that I was there for them. And also too, some of the, just the interesting questions you can ask around a success is basically, is this moment enough? <laughs> um, or is this moment, how can I be successful in this moment? So that's kind of the layers of it. And you have to work down those layers to really define it for yourself. And each person will make different decisions based on those questions, but they'll make different decisions to define what it is. And then it just kind of changes based on how your life goes. <laughs> What's your usual response when staff call in to say they're not going to make it into work? Frantically texting, emailing, and sending WhatsApp messages in an effort to find cover by the time you open your doors. Yeah, we've all been there, but there is an easier way. Rotacloud is a people management platform that allows you to communicate directly with your staff and find shift replacements fast. With 24-7 access to the rotor and shift updates delivered immediately and sent out across the team, staff can notify you if there's a problem with an upcoming shift. And you can even set it up so employees arrange their own cover, which will save you the headache. Get your shifts together with RotorCloud. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash RotorCloud and start your free 30-day free trial. 
The Cafe Hustle is also supported by Espressly. Now, with the move to digital happening fast and your customers expecting to get access to your business wherever they are, means a mobile ordering solution is crucial for allowing your customers to order on the go. Not only that, but your digital presence must be an extension of your physical location and brand. With Espressly, you can get your very own branded mobile ordering app that integrates seamlessly with other brands, including Square. Give your staff and customers a mobile ordering experience usually only reserved for big budget operators and chains. Check out what is possible over at thecafehustle.com forward slash Espressly. That's E-S-P-R-E-S-S-L-Y. If you need a mobile ordering app, you need Espressly. Now, I know you've, you've spoken about all these different areas of success. And I know we talk a lot on the podcast about how everyone needs to have that mission, that purpose from a business point of view and, you know, to motivate your staff. But does that come into, is that a big part of that overall feeling of success? I know I get the impression you're talking about trying to help people with their whole life success holistically rather than just focusing on business, you know, to really, you know, to get to that point where they'll feel successful. But does that mission, does that purpose play a big part of that overall feeling of success? Yeah, so this this goes a lot into the better that you can take care of yourself, obviously the better you can take care of other people. And so essentially there's basically capital, you know, we think of, you know, money, right? We think of this as like capital, we think of it as wealth. If we If we say like, are you rich or are you poor? We think in terms of money. But there's capital that relates to other areas of our life as well. So, the, you know, people talk about money. And then there's time. You basically have to ask the question, what am I optimizing for, right? And in the restaurant business, in the cafe business, you know, time is one that just kind of goes out the window. And that's fine if you're intentionally choosing that, right? There's also things that you can do to delegate, to train people to stuff to basically get that back. There's ways that you can get it back if you're intentional about what you want, right? So if you're intentional about having more time, you need to teach other people to do a job that you're currently doing, right? So there's an aspect of that. But another resource that people don't really think about is is energy, right? And so I had um, the NFL performance director um, on, his name is Bar- Mark Verstegen. He's the founder of Exos, which is a massive sports performance company. And he basically said, as leaders, you know, so many people are you know, trying to look at external things to give them energy, right? So if I go to a certain concert, maybe I get a certain amount of energy. If I'm worth a certain person, maybe I get energy or I'm drained of energy. But as leaders, you have to generate energy. Yeah. So you have to generate energy that then allows people to align with the vision that you're doing, right? And that comes into those different areas of life, whether it's the physical one, whether it's how you're taking care of your, you know, body, things like that. But it's also mental, you know, and it's also emotional, and, well, and relational too, right? Like if if your relationships are terrible, it's really difficult to like bring the fullness of yourself and generate a bunch of energy. So along with those different areas of success, you have to look at the different areas that we have capital in because basically we exchange anything with success. There's a cost to it. So you have to say, am I willing to pay this cost to get to this level? And you also have to be aware of the costs you are paying. So what are the costs you're paying with your relationships to get to a money level or a business level? What are the costs you're paying with your energy? What are the costs you're paying with your health? What are the costs you're paying with even in terms of different values that you have, whether it's like, you know, wanting to be compassionate and stuff, but you can't. And I find this with my kids sometimes, right? If I'm really tired, it's hard for me to 
show up and be the you know loving kind of dad that I want to be, right? Because I've sacrificed it. I've used that energy for a different area. So it's something to consider. And when you're asking about the vision, yes, you, you get it for yourself, but then you can actually create a culture, ideally, where you're aware of these things and you're aligning people with that. So you take care of yourself, but you also, your employees and stuff know that you're trying to take care of them too. You're in it together and you're casting that shared vision. Yeah. And I'd want to pick up on what you said there about there's a cost to everything we do. And I know from a business perspective, we're, we're always talking or thinking about the opportunity cost, but you've just highlighted it there. Every single decision we make in our life, whether it's to be successful at one of our hobbies or, you know, to be successful in business, there's always an opportunity cost or a cost related to that decision to pursue something. And I think it's something we lose. We're so passionate about our businesses. We often lose focus on the downside of, of chasing success in one area is so in that case and where, how do you help someone? How do you work through defining success? You know, you mentioned it earlier, defining success on an individual level. How do you work through that process with someone? How do you get to a point where, you know, someone can define what success looks like to them? Yeah. So a lot of times I will work through those different areas of, yeah. of life, right? So it's like, what, what does success look or what does it even feel like, right? In terms of your body, right? And you can even rate it on a scale of one to 10. There are, there are definitely seasons. There are times in your life where things are taking a back burner, but it's better if you're doing that intentionally rather than just subconsciously. So there's definitely times where your health might not be the priority because your business might be, right? You're really trying to make it work in a certain area. And so it takes a back burner. Um, but you can ask that question, right? What does success look or feel like in these different areas of, again, physical, you know, mental success? Like what would that feel, what would that look and feel like for you? What, is that, what does that even look like, right? Like, can you be laser, clear-headed focused? What does productivity look like? What does learning look like for you, right? Then emotions, right? Like what would success feel like in terms of your emotions? Like who is the person that you want to be and showing up as? And then your relationships, like what, what would it look and feel like with your partners, with your kids, with, you know, your coworkers, um, or not coworkers, your, um, people that work for you, your employees, like what, what does success look like in that area? But the interesting one is kind of like the value and the spiritual side of it. And I just put spiritual in terms of when you take those values in terms of, um, whether it's love, you can apply that to every single area. Like, what do I love about my physical body? What do I love doing with my physical body, right? Well, you can do it with finances. What do I love about money? What do I love about, you know, doing with it? And then you can take things like freedom, a value of freedom and go, what would freedom feel like for me in terms of my money? What would freedom feel like in terms of my time? What would freedom feel like in terms of my relationships? Which is an interesting question that very few people ask. So you can take those values and you start to apply them to those areas. And same with like peace, right? What would peace feel like in terms of my business? Like if you even ask that question, what would it look like? Because the interesting thing with questions is it just gets our brain to start thinking, is there a different way to do this, right? It doesn't necessarily give us the answer, but it gives our brain to go, what if there was a way that I could optimize for actually feeling content yeah. and, you know, peaceful 
in, in my job? What would that look like, right? And maybe it's, maybe it's a far off thing, but you can always take little steps towards it, right? So that's where you start. But then you have to look at, we all have fundamental needs that we have as people. There's things that we just need. There's fundamental needs and there's fundamental hungers we actually have to fulfill those needs. So everybody has a fundamental need for safety, which a lot of times is seen as certainty. We try to create certainty control in our life, right? And so often as entrepreneurs, we meet this through our business. But if you understand that you're actually trying to meet a fundamental need behind it, you can explore a different way, a different avenue to meeting that need. So if you have a need for control, if you have a need for certainty, you can explore how often do I need to get that need met? What are kind of the rules that I have in my brain for getting that met? And we'll see that in our business, but you can look, maybe I can meet that need for certainty by having the same, you know, morning routine every day mm -hmm. or the same way that I like, once I go like step in the door to work, I do the same exact thing. But on the flip side, we all have a need for a variety. We have a need for change mm -hmm. and restaurant and cafe people, they probably, <laughs> they probably get that just in terms of whatever, but if you're doing the same thing all the time, you just all of a sudden kind of get antsy and you go, I need to change this up. So you need to realize you have that fundamental need and how are you meeting it? Again, you can explore, is there different avenues to meet it? Maybe it's outside of my business. Maybe it's inside of a business. You can explore both of those. But then also we have these needs for significance, like to feel like we matter. So what does that look like in the business? What does that look like in how you create your team? in terms of the belonging, the value, the culture that you have, what does it look like for yourself as well? Sometimes we think that's a bad thing. We say, but we meet that feeling of significance by how we perform in our business, right? And so recognizing it's a fundamental need and you can actually own that and go, how, how do I you know, adjust this in different areas of my life? Then there's a need for connection and love, but that's externally facing with other people and internally facing. So how can we actually be connected with our, ourselves? Sometimes we just totally lose that along the way. So fundamental needs. And then there's the two other needs are needs for growth and for contribution. You cannot, the first four are basically survival needs. Everybody needs that mm -hmm. to survive. The other, the other two, you need it if you are going to be fulfilled um, at all and feel like you have purpose. You need to be growing and you need to be doing some sort of contribution. So you can explore again, how do I meet these needs right now? And are there potentially different avenues for meeting those needs? And is this the same for, for someone who, you know, from the world's perspective would be successful already? You know, like you talked about before, you got flash cars, etc. <clears throat> you know, those material symbols of success but again these people like you say don't from their perspective they don't feel successful do you have a different approach to this you know for someone in that situation you know they're already successful in air quotes from from the world's perspective but from themselves they don't feel it is it the same process for someone who's just starting out as someone who has been you know feels like they've done everything in business already, but still doesn't feel successful? The fundamental needs are the same, but again, it's about resource allocation. So initially what you're doing is you're allocating a lot of times those other areas of your life. You're going, I'm going to pay the cost. I'm going to use my relational capital. I'm going to use my health capital. I'm going to use my energy capital. I'm going to use my, you know, my time capital to get money. 
And then you get to a certain point where it depends on what you want, right? Some people, they don't necessarily want that other thing, even though they might, you know, not feel great inside, or maybe they feel like empty. Maybe they don't want it and that's fine, right? But if you do want it, at some point you have to use the resource of money to start investing back into those other areas. You go, okay, the resource of money, you know, the capital of money, the capital of time, the capital of energy, how can I start actually using those to buy back, quote unquote, to exchange value and to get some of these other areas of my life that I may have sacrificed to get there. So it's a different, it's a different approach, but the fundamentals underneath it are the same. It just depends on what exchange you're making at one, well, at what point. So I'm going to leave part one of my chat with Michael there. And it's a really great point to end on in that if we are going to feel successful, we, each of us will have a different area or different areas of our lives that we hope or we have a vision for success for each of them you know whether again whether it's your business whether it's your personal development whether it's your relationships whether it's your family and really it makes sense we as people if you're a business owner or you're focused on your career we don't want to necessarily put everything into into those in so much or so much of an extent that actually it's at the detriment of say our relationships what benefit is it to us if we create this really successful business but actually we are left broken because our relationships have fell through or we aren't able to you know spend as much time with our family as we would really like and you know there's so many stories where people certainly in hospitality have done that and they regret it so we don't want to be neglecting other areas of our life you know at the expense of getting our business successful so again michael mentioned it it's about intentionality we've got to be intentional about where we focus our effort we need to be really or really key is how we can engage the people we are employing to help us reach the goals both for our business they need to carry the workload for you so you're able to concentrate some of your time at least on you know filling your bucket whether it's your relationship family whether it's pursuing other goals such as hobbies it's really that is really a, a, a really key insight to sort of paint the picture of how we can set our our own business up for our for our success across the board that whole life success we were talking about and yeah so the other point really is that we have to make our own definition of success i think a lot of the times we see other people and their their uh, you know materialistic icons of success whether it's a flash car or a house etc but we need to know or decide what is what it makes what makes us happy essentially you know it's we don't want to get pulled into chasing someone else's definition of a success or something that they've attained if that's really what you want absolutely go for it but you have to be really clear and define what you want to be your market of success so anyway thank you for joining me on part one of this episode uh yeah make sure you join us for part two coming on wednesday but until then thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate every second you spend with us on the podcast and i mean that i say it every or more or less every time 
but I do really mean that. It means it means a lot to me that people are like you are sitting and absorbing using this content to to better yourself. So yeah, so thank you. But anyway, yeah, until the next episode, thank you for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. So Rotocloud isn't just about scheduling your teams. There's so many other features it offers that can make a massive difference to how your business operates. For example, think about how you store your team members' data, which, as you well know, there's a lot of it. So their personal information, emergency contact details, holiday allowance, and even typical work schedules. It can all be kept securely in Rotocloud's GDPR-compliant storage solution. You can keep all of their work-related documents, find them just a few clicks, for example, their employment contracts, job descriptions, as well as employee handbooks and policy documents for your entire company can all be safely stored within Rotocloud. Now, take advantage of a 30-day free trial over at thecafehustle.com forward slash Rotocloud. It's completely free, no credit card required. See how much time and money you can save by using Rotocloud for your people management today.